facts. And then our MVP is on the line already. If you have a question for Coach Siema, please be my guest. 089-110-2000. Reach out on social media as well at Radio 2000 ZA at Romy Titus or simply 60 The Touchline MVP. Our Touchline MVP is on the line. Reach out if you want to chat to Bloemfontein Celtics head coach. We're talking about the coronavirus that now stares us in the face. Will we or won't we as a country go down to level three of the lockdown? Today is day 58. And I did ask, how are you doing, South Africa? Me reaching out, uh, checking for a pulse, a temperature. Let me in on what is happening in your household and how have you held up for the past 60 days? 060584 double two five zero remember you can interject at any point any time if you want to ask the coach a question i'm going to ask that you keep it short sweet and to the point and also i will be posing that all-important question as to the status of the club guys so let's listen close and once the coach answers and gives us his view let's keep it moving let's not park the bus okay do i have you with me I think I do. Without further ado, Coach Siema, a warm welcome to the Touchline. Good afternoon, Romy. How are you? I'm good. More importantly, how are you? Um, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's good to be on the different Touchline. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> at least you're still on the Touchline, you know, even uh, if it is that we're, it's assimilated. But it's day 58. How have you coped with uh, this lockdown? Yeah, can't believe it's already day 58. Mm-hmm. Look, as. Uh, it was challenging before, but we, I think with time we got used to it. And uh, for us, it's, it's a good time to catch up with the family, with the kids, and uh, because we're always on the road. Right. So, yeah, I've been enjoying my time at home. What have you been doing at home? Are you like the handyman kind of guy? Or are you the principal with the homeschooling? Or are you the teacher? How are things running? Yeah. As for me, things are hectic at home here. You know, <laughs> it's... Uh, you you touch like you are saying handyman from a handyman to a school teacher mm-hmm. i must say i adore teachers now i admire them i must say that they are doing an excellent job because the kind of work that we always receive on our phone so that we can go through it with our kids mm-hmm. is too much and uh, you get somebody trying to show him how to do it and then he's quarreling with you no 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 daddy this is not how we're doing it in school <laughs> <laughs> so I said, no, old school, we do like this. No, 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 no. So, yeah, but it has been good. It has been good. A lot of bonding that is happening in the families, which is good. And uh, we, are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are coping. Yeah, we are. I guess it's something that we just have to do. How have you ensured that uh, the players still have a direct line to you and as much as you're apart, that you still come together in some way or form? Yeah, it's a difficult one. Yeah? It's, uh, they say the new normal. Yeah, it's uh, look. We when we closed, we gave out the programs of the players that they must do at at home, so whenever they will be staying, and um, we rely on them when they we, we normally check on them, and then they will send you videos. But you know how players are. Mm-hmm. As much as we have given them a strong message that you guys are professionals, please don't stay without doing anything. Keep doing. Something so that you are not far behind when, whenever the league will start. Yeah. So yeah, we we we're hoping that they are doing their bit, and yeah, we're checking them in the videos and then we're going to calls and just to check how they are and their families and yeah. 
And how are they doing? I mean, when you chatted to them this morning, I take it, or yesterday, how is the team collective doing of Bloom Celtic? I think the players are more frustrated more than anything they, they, they because they cannot go into that grass where they enjoy. Mm. And running alone or training alone is not always easy. But look, they have to they have to do what they have to do, and yeah, they are starting to slowly to adapt and uh, knowing that uh, we have to continue like this up until we know the final verdict. What will happen? Mm. Mm. Have you heard anything? Anything that I don't know, perhaps, in terms of do we go down to a lockdown? And slowly, internationally, we seeing the trend of football come back, albeit behind closed doors. Um, are we heading in that direction, coach? Look, Azrami, I, I haven't had anything officially. You just read on the papers that uh, PSL, they are having a lot of meetings trying to see with the, of course, with the Minister of Sports and together with the health department just to see how best can they do it because um, I think the, the, the league, uh, they want the, the league to play to finish. So mm. it's a difficult one, but I haven't had anything officially really that what is what is going to happen yeah yeah would you say that this is probably what the players are asking the most if it's a a frequently asked question it happens to be when will we go back not only players even our supporters they will get they'll get calls random calls that when have you had anything when are we starting can hear that everybody's eager to know what is happening especially now with the international some of the international uh, opening up here and there so they are eager also to hear what is happening. So, of course, it's a common question all the time. Hmm. Coach, why football? Of all the sports that was on offer, why did you choose football? Look, um, it's, it's, it's something I think that I was born with, I would say, because my father was a soldier and uh, he played for the Lesotho Defence Force mm-hmm. and he played for the national team. And uh, at the age, I don't know, whenever that I could play football, I started playing at school, I started playing at home, and I started playing in school from school. Then I joined the the, 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 the other teams in the, in the social league. Then it went from there, and then, yeah, that is how it started. Did you want to play another sport, or did you sort of want to follow in your father's footsteps, uh, even though I guess comparison at the end of the day uh, is something that you'd have to uh, uh, accept? I think it goes with the genes, because, you know, once you, your genes, you've got the football genes in you, then you, that is the sport that you love. And my mom, I remember vividly, he didn't want me to play football at all because mm-hmm. of my father the injuries that my father went so he said no no no, no. you can't mm-hmm. my father will come with a pair of soccer boots my mom will come with a, a racket and a tennis ball so <laughs> it was always those up and down and i end up excelling in, in soccer and uh, i enjoyed soccer and at school we did not have a tennis court but the football pitch was there so that is where i started and then i enjoyed and then the rest is it was history. Mm-hmm. But w- was it always something you wanted to do professionally? Or, you know, I guess uh, football and sport was seen more as an extracurricular activity, more so than uh, a career. So when you looked at yourself, did you see you following another career path and not quite making sport the career? Look, once I started and hearing people telling me that, hey, you, you, you are good in this thing, try to pursue it more and then... 
and see how far you can go. And then I started having interest, and then I started going, and then at school you started winning small tournaments, you started winning individual <coughs> accolades, and then, yeah, it's, it's something that you say, okay, hmm, there's something here. So then, yeah, I said, wish. I wish that one day I can play for one of the big clubs or whatever, so that they can enjoy and show the my the, the ghost talents that they has given me. And uh, yeah, mm. who was your biggest motivator? Um, apart from your father, who you like you said came with the with the soccer boots, who pushed you to be your best? You know, also me when we we are we are young, especially in the suit where I come from, there was not a lot of TVs when we were growing up mm. and. Um, during the weekend, there will be a match on TV, and then we'll go watch, we'll go to somebody's house. You find that about 10, 15 of us, we are in the window there watching a game, and then you started saying, okay, and then you want to go and try whatever the drink that was going. Mm-hmm. So basically, I can say that watching, growing up watching soccer on TV, especially we're watching South African soccer, and uh, the inspiration came from there as a age. And then whenever you see the full stadium, you say, hey, one day I wish I can play in front of such crowd and mm. feel how it is here. Did you have a, a hero, a role model, uh, while you were watching TV through this window as a little boy? Yeah, I had many. I had many, actually. <laughs> actually, I had many, but uh, the team that I enjoyed watching most was Manuri Sundowns. Uh, oh, but at that time, it was about Jesse Queen, Jesse Queen that mm-hmm. I used to watch them, and I enjoyed watching Sundowns with them. Did you want to be like your hero, your star, or were you pretty comfortable in your own boots to be who you are and to bring your own flair and flavor to football? I never thought that uh, I, I'll be a star or I can become a star. I just wanted to play football, and I felt like if I can just give me that round thing, and then. We come together as friends and then we play and my team wins. Then mm-hmm. I'll be happy and then I have a good game. And yeah. then, yeah, I was happy. As long as I'm in the football pitch playing what I like most. I remember when my father was yesterday, they were still building the house there. We, you know, in the suit, we'll have to go fetch water from the river there. Mm-hmm. And then you put the drums, the 200 drums there so that the builders can have water while they are mixing the, 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 thing and the, the cement there. Yeah. You may find that because of the way I like, I love football or the guys that they were in my team, they'll go with me and help me. We'll fill up those uh, drums oh. as quickly as possible so that we can go and play. <laughs> they couldn't wait for me to go fetch water. So that, that, that was basically my life. It was nice. It was nice. And I always get a hiding. My mom will always say, you see, you are costing us now because every, maybe every fourth, fifth month, they'll have to buy me school shoes because mm. I'm playing soccer with it and then they get torn. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What is your fondest memory of growing up in Lesotho? Because it sounds, it sounds carefree. You know, you were allowed to be a kid and grow up and play outside, which is, I guess, something that doesn't happen nowadays, you know. So what is your fondest memories? You know, growing up in Lesotho was, like I said, my father was a soldier and, you know, soldiers, they have ranks, different ranks, and then they will in that barracks where we are staying, there will, there will be houses that, according to the ranks of the, just that in there. So you may find that the, the guys that are staying in the, in the wide houses, they are challenging the guys that are playing in the 
uh, red houses and then so it made a mini tournament there so mm-hmm. you could roam around and go and then up until we say okay now we have played enough of us here amongst ourselves now let's challenge other villages then we'll walk something like one month 15, 30 Ks, we're walking. Wow. From me. And then we get there, we play football. After playing, we walk back again. So it was nice. Like you are saying, it was a free country. It was, it, it was nice. It was always nice. And uh, school soccer, I must say, it was something that was big at that time when I was still growing. And mm. that is where I enjoyed most of my football when I was playing at school. Yeah. I know that coaches can make or break a player. We've seen uh, players go from one team to another, flourish at one, whereas perhaps they were benched at another. What would you say, as you're playing in this carefree environment, being on a soccer pitch, on the grass, and just being happy, was perhaps a deciding moment for you, a moment where you doubted yourself, your talent, and the sport that you fell in love with? Look, I think every soccer player wants to be in the pitch. So whenever I was not playing, of course, I wasn't happy. And sometimes, by that time, it was not more of the tactical thing Mm. or planning as much. They would say, no, let's give everybody a chance. And then sometimes may find that the owner of the soccer ball, you are playing the same position. And then say, hey, guys, even if as much as it's not that good, but let's give him a run so that, he can still use his ball. Yeah. And uh, it was nice when you are in the field of play, but being outside, it was always going to be a bad thing, especially as a young kid. And mm. sometimes you give lame excuses. You won't even understand why are you not playing. Mm. But uh, now at least you can explain to a player, you can explain that, hey, this is how we have playing. This is the tactic that yeah, I want to approach this game. And But then there was no such. We were just saying, okay, Sometimes you just make one line and then you say one, two, three, four, up to 11, and then the first 11 are E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess very different from when you were playing as a carefree young boy to how we take a look at players playing in a professional uh, setup today. I am in conversation with Coach Letlo Nolo Siema of Bloemfontein Celtic. If it is that you want to reach out, ask a question, please. I know that our WhatsApp line is buzzing. The number is 060584-2250. Not forgetting we're interactive on social media other than that WhatsApp number, which is on Twitter at Radio2000ZA, on Facebook, Radio2000. Coach, I'm going to take a very quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dig in and find out what type of a coach are you? If I were a player on the field, um, how would you best be described? Tune in at 8.30 p.m. from Monday to Friday for Skaba e COVID-19. Our daily COVID-19 update brought to you by the National Department of Health and SABC Education in partnership with the Solidarity Fund. Taking your questions for Coach Siema here on the show, 0605842250. That is our WhatsApp number. You can go ahead and send through those voice notes and we'll definitely play them right here on the show. Coach, what yeah. kind of a coach are you? Would you take into consideration everything you've been through as a player and treat the players accordingly? No, definitely not. Um... I can tell you that uh, being a player and being a coach is total different thing and uh, two different things. And if you 
you think that also again in the same breath if you haven't played soccer it doesn't mean that you can't be a coach but that if you have played soccer it doesn't give you the edge to get guarantee that you'll become the best coach mm. in the world mm. there are a lot of dynamics there are a lot of different things the way you do things the way you look at things and uh, yeah i must say it's two different things being a player and the coach do you have lots of gray hairs from being a coach um i'm sure you have seen i'm always cutting my hair <laughs> i'm trying to avoid because i haven't had this i still believe i'm still young but at the moment there i haven't seen any gray hair because every second day or fourth day i cut my hair uh-huh. okay we're going to go to the lines it's buzzing it's it's glowing red here people want to reach out and ask you questions coach the way i'm going to do it is i'm going to go back to back not to worry i'll take some notes for you um and once we're finished with the callers there's five of them on the line at the moment i uh, will individually address those questions so going straight to it mbazo is in kanana mbazo you're live on the air go ahead Afternoon, how are you? Always good, thank you. Your question? Yes, Mr. Sonesi, how are you, my good sir? I'm fine, how are you, Ndati? I'm doing just fine, my dear brother. Yeah, just want to know, in terms of the salary that you received, premium amount of a thousand rent, how did you spend such an amount of money? <laughs> and how you felt about receiving that amount of money? Thank you so much, then. Bazo is in Kanana. Yes. We're going to Tuso now. <clears throat> Tuso, hi, you're live on the air. Uh, the guy is there. I'm good, thank you. How are you keeping? But I'm from Lady Brand originally. Go ahead, Lady Brand, representing the coaches listening. Yeah. Coach Rema, how are you under the Tuso? Oh, we don't want to say, want to answer, we are daily. Yeah, now, how do you cope who try to come out of routine at a mile? Then the second one, Corona, the Buella Ning, who training. The third one is the title. Okay, next season, thank Thank you so much there, too, too. So as we go to Moses, he's out in Limpopo. Moses, you're live on the air. How are you, Romy? Always good, thank you. Go ahead, Moses. Yes, yeah, Moses Mokoina of Hamokwaila. Hey, I want to ask, uh, how are you, coach? I'm fine, how are you, Ndaji? Good man. You know, I need to ask if the, you, you will still stay at Celtic if the fight of who must buy and who must not buy continues. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much there to Moses. And our last one for this round is Mickey out in Kruinstadt. Mickey, you're live in the air. A warm welcome. Good Good afternoon, guys. Hi, hi. Hello, hello. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Let me ask this question. I am a Christian chief supporter. Mm-hmm. And... Normally, when Chiefs is playing against uh, Celtics, even Paris, the games are being played at uh, is it now Toyota Stadium or Acoustic Stadium, né? and coming to go Arrows, Sundowns, and other teams playing at the Octarantais Muleme. What is the, the, the issue around that? Which, which uh, games are you going to? Uh, State Stadium or Toyota Stadium and which games are being played at Dr. Rantai and what's the reason behind that, uh, Coach? Thank you. Thank you so much there to Mbazo Tuso Moses as well as Mickey who've called through to ask the questions. Coach, let's start off with Mbazo who speaks about that thousand rand that made its way into your account because, yes, how do you survive? <laughs> as Romy... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that that question, it made a lot of headlines and uh, it caused a lot of confusion. But 
on record, I can put it on record that uh, that was not true. And uh, I spoke to the journalist even after I saw the headline because uh, the headline was the one that was misleading. And uh, I spoke to the journalist and then he promised that he will talk to the office and uh, he, they changed the headline and also he apologized to me and the mm-hmm. club mm-hmm. and the football uh, people at large. But that was not a true story. Okay. Uh, okay. I was wrong. So you didn't get a thousand rand. You got your full salary or was it your salary with obviously the percentage cuts that we have been hearing about? Yes, ma'am. It was, uh, it, there was, it was a, my salary with the percentage cuts, but it definitely it was not a thousand rand and uh, that I must put in record. All right, uh, we go to Moses' question, obviously. Um, there has been talk, obviously, of the club being sold. There's huge numbers being thrown around. And um, Moses is asking, you know, buy, who's buying, what is the word? Or are you sticking to, to what it is that the team said? And that is in the statement that, nope, hey, is no, no buyers. Yes, also, I, mean, I would say there are a lot of rumors about the team getting being sold and... Uh, I will, for, for now, I'll stick with the statement that the team has, have, have given out. And uh, I haven't spoken to my chairman. I haven't spoken to my CEO. The management haven't said anything to me. So I'll still stick to the statement that the club has put it out there that the team is not um, on, on sale or it hasn't been sold. But, uh, you know, this is football and we have seen them happening. And like just like players, sometimes they will say this the following day. And then you find something else. I remember the day when I was uh, going to play for Pirates, and uh, that week I didn't know why I was interviewed by Laduma. Mm-hmm. But uh, on and Laduma is on Wednesday and Friday. I was on the front page of the waiting. So <laughs> it's uh, it's it's one of those things. But at the moment, really, I, I haven't had anything and officially. So I still stick with the statement that the club has put out. All right, and I think Mickey wanted to know about the stadium usage. How do you decide which game is going where and why? Uh, also, for me, it's not even about uh, Bloomington Celtic deciding much because, you know, the league has got its own rules that are, are they have to be followed. And they check the categories of the games, the, 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 the A game or the, the, in terms of security and safety of the uh, Supporters, because sometimes some teams we know that no disrespect to any other team, but sometimes you may find that they just anticipating this kind, this amount of supporters, mm-hmm. and this one they are expecting a huge number of supporters. We all know the teams that have got a lot of following mm-hmm. in, in the team, and sometimes it goes with also the team, whether the home team it is are we doing well at that time and then our supporters also are many so we are expecting the opponents to be many to have many supporters also so it's all about safety and nothing else yeah Tuso though and you're gonna have to help me there but from what i make out from Tuso is are you staying and how long is your stay still at celtic and when uh will the players be be coming back uh, also, me like you introduced me. When you introduced me, you said you are sticking talking to Bruno Celtic coach. I'm still at Celtic at the moment, and uh, yes, I do. I had I have a three-year contract with, with the team, and as we speak at, at this right moment, I'm still a Bruno Celtic uh, coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For how many more years? For three? For three years, yeah, I've got three years contract. So three, three more contract. seasons. Yes, two more seasons with the club.
if you take away this season? If I take away this season, it's two more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What would you say the hardest part of your job is, coach? Is to make sure that the team wins. <laughs> <laughs> no, Azrami, you know, we, 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 as, a, as, a, as young as we are, we've got, uh, I've got the good technical team, uh, the likes of uh, John Maduka, ex-professional player also, ex-international player. He was a captain in this country. He was a captain of this team. On the goalkeeper coach side, I've got coach Simon Khopani. He was a captain of this team also. He played for the national team also. So I'm surrounded by two older guys that are very, very, very humble. We are working. We have a good working relationship. And they will, they will ne- there's never a time that they will make me feel that I'm younger than them. There's not a time that I will somehow mm-hmm. disrespect them. We are always sitting down trying to plan, trying to talk. And then, of course, it's not always rosy, but we always come into the compromise and then we say, okay, then, okay, coach, let's go with this one and then we continue. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm, 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 I'm happy, I'm fine. I like the response to the question uh, that you said is to make sure that the team wins because when the team doesn't win, the coach is not exactly the favorite. So how serious do you plot and you plan to, to, to overcome your opponents uh, game after game? Look, Osromi, it's a very difficult job, I must say. You've got about 31, 32 players that you have to choose only 18 out of that. And then from that 18, you have to choose only 11. Mm. But the preparation there, we have to try and take it to the T. The preparations must always be spot on. And we are not expecting to lose all the time. As much as we are not expecting to win all the time. But Mm -hmm. the preparations, we're making sure that we make sure that we tackle mm-hmm. each and everything. We tackle each and every opponent equally. We are, it's not that we are, when we are playing Chiefs, we are now going to drain in mass. And then when we are playing, no disrespect to Black Leopards, then we will go train that to the park. Mm-hmm. We all train the, because we are in the same league. All the teams are competitive. They've got good coaches. They've got good players. We are competing. But we make sure that with our analysis people that we make sure that we work very hard to make sure that we win because we have one of the best supporters, the passionate supporters in the country. And I always say to them, I like what they have said. They have, they have started in this country because you can see the likes of Mamelodi Sundowns. They are going there. The likes of Cheapers here and there. You can see the likes of Orlando Pirates. They are the supporters are there in the stadium and they are singing all the time. They are chanting. They are behind their players. Yes. There's no more a lot of booing like it used to do when I was still playing. Mm. And uh, <laughs> so definitely we make sure that it's a difficult job, but to make the team win, we make to make sure that everyone, uh, the, we bring the hands on the deck. Man, it's an amazing thing to watch, especially when Siwelele play, just the 12th man in the seats cheering. And if it is that the club gets sold and moves, that's going to break my heart as, as, as a football fan. But with that said, though, you know, in terms of the work that you have cut out for yourself, then you take a look at COVID-19 that comes in and halts absolutely everything. Has that ruined your, your game plan? Of course, of course. Also, me, we were we were ready to finish this league on a high. And as I speak to you now, we are in the in the semi-finals of Netbank Cup. Mm-hmm. 
and we are our next opponent is Barroca, and then if we beat Barroca, then we are in the finals. So we are on position nine at the moment, and look at the, pos- the how close the teams are in that top eight bracket, the teams that want to uh, be in the top eight bracket. So definitely, definitely, we want to say this COVID, yeah, of course, it has disturbed us in a way, but health first and safety first, and we, we, we will abide by the what is happening. Yeah. If you take a look at the players that you have, and you've been brave enough to use fresh legs and young talent and experience on the pitch as well, would you say that this is the golden generation for Bloom Celtic, perhaps as generational crop of players that you have to take the team uh, to the heights where you want to see them? Yes, also you can say that because uh, the young technical team that they have, the club has got, and then we are able to use the young players and then they are being able to deliver. So I can say, yes, of course, Celtic has got a lot of, previously they had a lot of good players also, but at the moment we are enjoying what we are having. And then the good thing is we, we, we are not scared to give uh, anyone a chance unknown. We, might, we put them out there as long as you work hard and there's a talent that we see, and we see that you're sitting, you're you are fitting well in our plans. You'll always play. I, 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 the players that haven't kicked the ball at Northern Celtic now, they're not even more than three. That means we have done well, that we have tried to give everybody a chance, and the season is not even over. So even those three that haven't played, I, to, I always tell them that, please, guys, let everybody work, and then everybody must be ready all the time because anytime you can get your chance and most thing that we are doing is we always make sure that the players that are not playing are the most one that we must make sure that we make them to be as happy as possible so that because they're playing one day they don't have a problem because they are already playing but the group that is not playing whenever that when you need them you must find them ready so we're trying to have that balance although it's difficult sometimes you are dealing with different people with different mindsets, and yeah. but we try to be on the line to put everybody on the line. There has to be magic, though, and you're not letting me in on the magic because you're saying that everybody works well together. You were doing well in form. The team was gelling. But you're the coach. What is the secret? What is the secret gel that you use to keep this unit uh, as optimistic uh, and in form as they are? Maybe... I was Romy, I would say, being surrounded by two captains around me, and also I captained the team, all the teams that I played for, mm-hmm. we can relate the story, we can tell them how we managed. And some of them, we always tell them that you haven't played for your country, guys. So you still have a lot to do because the door is always open. If you're playing well, you'll always be able to play for your country. And we they are trying all the time, we are trying to, to ask the senior players to come and talk to us. And then from there, they can filter the information downwards to the uh, young players. Because like I told you that most of our players are non-players. And uh, sometimes they are even scared to come and talk to us. Mm-hmm. But they can talk to their fellow teammates even they, if they are senior players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to go to our WhatsApp line. People are still reaching out, fans of yours who want to have a say. So we're going straight to our WhatsApp lines. And if it is that you have a question for Coach Leflo Nolosiema of Bloom Celtic, you can squeeze it in. We've got about a few more minutes left uh, to chat to him. So let's go straight to it. Good afternoon, Romy Titus and your guest, Leflo uh, Nolosiema. 
Hey, Maybe Lenny. the question I would like to pose to him is, uh, what is he feeling about the Bloemfontein Celtic relocating uh, to Mpumalanga? And that uh, as a coach, how does he feel uh, that now there's a new management that is coming on board and uh, the players, what will happen with the players? Are their contracts paid? Have they been paid? Because I heard him complaining about payment. I have they been paid their money that is outstanding. Good evening, Romy. Good evening to Coach Siema. It's Libra here in East London. You know, we have seen Bloemfontein Celtic, you know, producing young talent. Uh, yes, we have seen you beating the so teams. Uh, I wanted to ask uh, this question was I asked, you know, he feels like has have a future at Vets. And I want to ask you, which player um, or players that you, you can say, look, you know, this player has a bright future. And you feel like South Africa have not seen what you see in that player. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw, you know, the quality players that your team ha- have. So which young talent, fresh talent that you can say this player is exciting. And I feel like South Africa have not seen the best, you know, of this player yet. But you see that, you know, this player has a bright future and can do something wonderful, Bafana. And you feel like Coach Mulefinseki, you know, is not recognizing that player for hard work. Young talent, old players, young talent that you can see this player is going to do something to one of the big stars of South African football. Thank you very much, Romy. Hi, Romy. It's Fisa here in Rimsek. And I just want to say thank you so much for bringing the coach, uh, Siama Tru. On the radio, um, the question I have for the coach is: um, There's been a lot of news and just activities around the team, at least for the last two seasons now, either with the club being sold or salaries and stuff. But what I've noticed with the coach, he has just man, man, managed to keep focus and just keep focusing on the job and winning games and and looking at where they are. I mean, they're just two points away from. Um, being in the top eight, which is quite remarkable. So I want to find out how does he manage to just keep calm and just keep, keep focusing on his job despite all of those news that are happening around the team. Thank you so much for me. Great show as always. It's Efiso in Ramsek. Uh, good afternoon, Romy, and good afternoon to Coach Lesono Losema. Uh, my name is Austin Musime from Middleburg in Pumalanga. Well, I don't have a question, but I wish to uh, applaud, acknowledge, and appreciate the efforts that Coach Siyama, together with the players and technical staff, uh, are putting uh, always. We, we as the supporters, sometimes we might be a bit hard on them. However, that's part of the game. Coach uh, Thank you very much. Thank you so much there to everybody who sent through the WhatsApp. There. It was Lemmy, Libra, Sfiso, as well as Weston. Coach, let's start off with Lemmy. I mean, there is a speculation of the relocating. Um, would you move with the team if it was? Um, that Bloemfontein was no longer the home. Like I said, Zomi, when I started, the, for now, it's something that I don't even want to think about it because it's going to stress me even more. Mm. So up until there is uh, an official statement, then you can start thinking about it, and then we'll see when you get there. Remember, in the teams, we have contracts, and then we don't know 
what is going to happen, how are they going to do it, if it's happening. And so it's difficult for me to say, but what I can say is that it will be very, very, very sad for Bloomington Celtic to leave uh, Free State. I don't want to say even Bloomfontein yeah. because is the team of free state. Mm, mm. It will be very, very sad. And the football here, the people will starve for football. And the, the, our passionate supporters here, they will really, some of them, I'm sure that they will be admitted in hospitals. As we know that, uh, unfortunately, free state has got relegated. So mm. the pride of free state is only more than Celtic at, at the moment. Yeah. So really it will be a sad thing but at the moment i'm not even thinking about it because i haven't had uh, any official thing so mm-hmm. there will always be rumors like uh, your other caller said that it's been happening for the past two years every yes. season our yeah. team has been sold what what is happening so we try not to that is how we we, we, we telling ourselves that we are blocking the external factors and focus and on job at hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, that was Fiso that said said, said that out in Reimsach. And he said, yes, two seasons, there has been talk, 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 talk. But how do you keep the focus? Which I think is a very valid point. How do you block up the noise? We've got coronavirus at the moment. You've got to block out the negativity that comes if perhaps football won't return. Then you've got the sale of a club. And obviously your duties continue. You've got to keep a team unit together and ready to hit the ground running uh, when you're told that football is is back. How do you focus? How do you keep that focus? Uh, also, from me, I must say that it's not an easy job. And we always ask God for the wisdom, a technical team that could, God must guide us, give us that wisdom, so that these guys, when we speak to them, they can hear what we are saying. Uh, the most important thing is we always telling them that, look, we are hired to do the job here, and the job at hand is for us to play football. Mm. And we've got an obligation to make sure that our supporters are happy to go and watch us play, whether we are winning or losing, but we know that they will always be there. And the important thing for them, we say, you are also playing for your families. Yeah. You know that most of us here, we know that we've got families, we've got even extended families. There are a lot of people that are relying on our pays, on our salaries. Whenever we get paid, we know that we can help a lot of people in our families. So we always try to tell them that, look, even if when the situation is tough like that, nothing lasts forever. Mm-hmm. But if you test your character, you push yourself up to the limit, I'm definitely, definitely, whenever there's storms, you can be able to salvage and maneuver through the storm and then you can continue. Yeah, yeah. Libra posed that question, uh, which I really love. And he said, which player do you feel has the talent but hasn't been given the exposure or, or, or been given the nod by, by Malefi Nseki? I wouldn't want to say anything about coach because he's got a lot of players to look, uh, to choose from. Mm-hmm. And uh, we as coaches... We can help him to identify that talent by what? By playing them. And then the coaches, they know whatever, what kind of players they are looking for. The best thing that we are doing at Blue and Celtic is youngsters that we have, we're giving them the chance. And there are a lot of them. I don't want to single out players they know even the team. <laughs> is, that is, there no name? is there no name that you could say that? You know what? Look out for so-and-so because this player is talented. I will say for me that a lot of young Valencia Celtic players that uh, have uh, uh, 
uh, are showing great signs. If they keep their feet on the ground, they tend to be good players in future. Mm. And uh, the last, the, the one that I can mention, because I don't want to mention players, because I like all of the players that they were playing with, young or old, but the young Tumel Choti, that was the, the guy that we just introduced during Netbank Cup, mm-hmm. and he's already scored two goals. And uh, I managed to coach him when he was still young, when I was still coaching uh, MDC. And that guy, if he can tell you the story, will take forever. And Coach Mulifinteki, by that time, he was still coaching the development of London Celtic, so he knows him very well. And uh, he's one guy that I'll say he's young, mm-hmm. very young. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that that guy's got some uh, football in him. Nice, nice. Uh, and I think we're, uh, that answers Libra's question beautifully. Coach, what would you say in all your years as a player, as a coach, if you could think of one moment, one moment where you could describe this moment as your happiest, the happiest you've ever been in football? Take me through that moment. You know, it's uh, for me, the playing in Lesotho, the and uh, I was playing for my club where I see a, a kumbi of Limousin Celtic. Inside that kumbi, I see Ndadimule Mela. I see Coach Tells Pumo, may he soul rest in peace. And Ndadimule Mela, may he soul rest in peace. I mm-hmm. see, we see the Limousin Celtic kumbi in Lesotho and that field that where we are playing there. And we start asking ourselves, hey, what is happening? What is happening? And then we were told that, no, 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 they're coming to come and watch you. Yo, wow. I was told me that day, I didn't even want to pass uh, other players. I wanted to <laughs> play the corner and go and score it. And <laughs> so that was the moment in my football career that, be, not even signing, just for them to take time to go and watch me and say, hey, you want to see this boy that uh, uh, people are talking about. And yeah. And I've got many. Another one is for us when Blue and Celtic got relegated. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Coach Jimmy Agosti, I mean, uh, the owner of the team by then, Mr. Jimmy Agosti, he said, Sam, I want to build a team around you, my man. Please don't leave this team. Let's promote this team. And then after promotion, then you can tell me your plans. And we managed to promote Blue and Celtic back to where it, it belongs, which was PSL. That was the highlight of my, 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 my career also. And now joining Orlando Pirates, it, it was a dream come through. Mm. I think every soccer player wants to play for a big team, one of the big teams, whether internationally or in the country. But whenever I, when I signed for, for Orlando Pirates, I'll forever thank uh, Dr. Ivan Koza for giving me the chance. And then... The highlight now was when I became a captain. Uh, of course, you 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 will have your your up and downs, your good games, your bad games. Um, I'm still saying I enjoyed my stay at the Celtic. I enjoyed my stay at Orlando Pirates, and uh, up until the day I got injured, I had to stop playing. Mm-hmm. What is still on your to-do list? If there's a list of things to do, what is on that list for you still to do? When you've had such a rich um, history already of playing, uh, representing your country and, and the clubs that you've represented? Uh, also, me, like now, it has given me a bit of time now that with the COVID, uh, I could manage to go back on my notes again and read again. And then, yes, because I'm looking to 
get to do the UEFA B and then also go further to go to do my UEFA A license. And then in that way, I'll be able to have the knowledge that uh, is needed in football and so that I can also start to continue to learn the new trends that are happening in football. As a young coach, I think um, that is what I'm looking at. They are the first one into my to-do list. Awesome stuff. Coach, it's been great hanging out with you. I think you and I, we've chatted, but we've never actually sat down and had a great conversation like we had today. All the best for what remains uh, 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 for the season, that, that is. And fingers crossed that football comes back really soon. Thank you very much, Charles Thank you for putting me on a touchline where there is no pressure. <laughs> Some touchlines are nice <laughs> and easy. I'm on my couch here now enjoying my food and a drink and uh, it was thanks to the listeners also and thanks to the good questions and the, the I want to say to this Greenland and Celtic supporters, let's be together, let's stay strong, let's support this team up until our last breath. Thank you Thank so you much. You're more than welcome. Thank you very much. That is Coach Leslo Nolosiema of Bloemfontein Celtic. And just what a great chat, right? Just history rich in terms of the clubs that he represented and then being in the space where he is now. Not quite, I think, taking the lessons from when he played as a player and coaches that coached him into his coaching circles today. So coaching very differently, but it does feel like it's... Um, it's a family setup, right? Uh, where everybody's got everyone's backs. Um, it feels like that from the conversation that I have had with him. And thanks to everybody for reaching out and, you know, getting interactive, asking coach those questions. And like I said, you have it for yourself. Uh, you've heard from the coach in terms of his sentiments and feelings of a club leaving a province to that of the sale. I still say where there's smoke, this fire, but that is not for today. You know, it's a developing story and we'll keep a very, very close eye on it Uh, but some really great golden moments I have to say my question of the day goes out to Libra for asking the coach uh, which of the players he thinks is one to look out for for the future so Libra I hope that he answered your question and we'll be looking out for that young man that they introduced in the Nedbank Cup a man that he coached in the MDC Njoti there having scored two goals already